to Chuck and Anthony Ragnatok, a 13-part prestige format podcast all about Thor Ragnarok. I'm Anthony Carboni, sitting across the internet from Chuck Wendig, the man who's so good at Twitter that they turn his tweets into motion pictures. Yeah, that happened. That happened. That this happened. Is, this is, of course, a podcast entirely about Thor Ragnarok and only about Thor only, Ragnarok. Only. But, but I just got to know, Chuck. Yep, yep. How does a tweet get turned into a movie? Because I've seen you tweet, and you mostly tweet about apples. I do, yeah, and I'm waiting for that movie. Well, that's what I assumed. Yeah, is haunted I haunted oh, heirloom apple movie. Chuck Wendig's tweets got turned into a movie, and yeah. I was like, oh, finally, the movie about different varietals of yeah. apples. Yeah, that'll happen. Maybe, or maybe my tweets will get turned into apples. It's a, pro, it's a procedural. It's yeah. called The Appleist. The Appleist. I do want to write a thriller about <laughs> apples, like sinister, weird heirloom apples. One day. No, this was this was what? This was like a weird conversation yeah, that yeah. you and Sam Sykes had. Well, there was a um, you know, I don't know if you remember last year with our current political situation, there was this uh moment where they were trying to yet again take away the uh ACA and John McCain stood up and was like, I have a, a spine for a moment. And uh Right, right. I remember we were that. just trying to distract each other on Twitter from all of the proceedings before that happened. And uh, now I don't follow politics, yeah, Chuck. No. Who is John McCain? He's a uh, he's a gentleman who's not with us anymore. Well, he's a, that's, I'm sorry to hear it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's a thing that happened. <laughs> so, uh, right. yeah, we were just messing around and we told this weird slasher serial killer story. And it was sort of a funny thing. People think it was planned, but we kind of made it up as we went. And uh, <laughs> it went viral. And, you know, when something goes viral on the Internet, everyone's like, that has money in it now. <laughs> people look how at do it. we extract the money how from do we extract this fun money thing we that squeeze happens. it and money falls out which is not true as that turns out but uh this is a did cool yeah this is a cool fun thing that that just happened out of nowhere yeah how do we suck the money juice out just of how it? do we get there just like blood from a stone <laughs> so this is they they just sort of option this was uh basically a thing where Sam is in a horror movie yep. being chased around by a slasher killer and yeah. you are basically giving him advice as right. somebody who has seen a bunch of slasher movies. Yes, and then the question eventually becomes, hey, maybe you're the serial killer. <laughs> right. Have you checked that? Have you looked at yourself internally and have I killed people? Uh, so. This actually does sound like a really fun movie. Though. It, it is fun. I, uh, we, <laughs> we didn't see the final cut yet, but uh, we've seen the previous, uh, the first cut, and it was pretty awesome. That's great. And it's, uh, it looks like it's mostly Cabin in the Woods adjacent. Based yeah, kind of. Uh, it's got some Whedon first people. There's two characters, Sam and Chuck. Uh, Fran Kranz plays um, uh, Sam, and Allison Hannigan plays Chuck, which is a that, sentence I didn't know I would ever say. Now, this is, we do this, extreme, this is an audio format podcast. Uh -huh, yeah. I've actually, I've never seen your face. No, I've never, I'm a mystery. Um, but I have always pictured you as looking like, like a season five Willow. Yeah, yeah, when she grows the big beard. Yeah, yeah like one. a college age big beard mm -hmm. Willow yeah, is yeah, how I pictured a, you. Just a witch with a big beard. That's me. Yeah, it got a little weird during season five. It did, it got weird, but that's okay. They got it, back on track. It, no, they didn't get back on track, actually. That was, not, <laughs> that was a lie. They did not get that back on track. No, no, no. That no. just kind of went more and more off the rails. Yeah, but pretty much, pretty much. This is not a, this is not a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. It's so not, somebody it's should not. start one. There yeah. should be a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. Yeah, I don't think enough people have seen that show. Uh, uh, so, you know, if you're out there and you're listening and you're thinking, what do I make a podcast about? Yeah. I think, uh, look into the works of Joss Whedon. I don't yeah. think people have been talking about them enough 10 minutes uh, at a time this, this is all about thor ragnarok thor thor and we are uh we are in minutes uh uh 
20, 20 to, to 30, 30 hurry. Yeah. Uh, it's a good we're stretch. We're doing this 10 minutes at a time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, this is such a a segment of entrances. Oh, it is. Yeah. Just cool ass yeah. entrances. We end with the greatest entrance. We'll get there, but we end with such a glorious entrance. It, it's so wonderful. One of the yeah. best character intros i think yep ever both of these both of these character intros oh, both of these are characters, wonderful really yeah one of them i think is mm. is solely because of kate blanchett's performance yep yeah whereas the second entrance is is a mix of performance and just some really funny good like hero entrance writing kind of yeah. poking holes in things yes uh but we're starting off in norway yep starting off in norway as one does I, I would love to start more things in Norway. I know, right? I can, can we do honest. that? Can we do that on our podcast? Can we start in Norway? Norway is one of those uh one of those countries that does like the uh the layover deals. Oh yeah. They just let you stay for a while. If you, yeah, if you like hang Scandinavian out there. countries, like if you're going to Europe or if you're flying through to somewhere else, they'll let you do like a a non-adjacent layover ticket. Yeah. And you yeah, can Iceland. stay for like three days. Yeah, yeah. Iceland. Exactly. Yeah. Um which we went to, uh, we went to Iceland. That's where I proposed to my wife, oh. and we went we went there for a week, and we had this sort of option of like flying out through Norway and doing another three days in Norway, or like, and we were just like, we should do it. We should just we should just change do our it. flight and do it. And do go to Norway for three days, and we never did. And now I'm just. It's one of those deals where like when you're traveling, I feel like. The moment you feel like you have to take advantage of something while you're traveling, you should just do it because God knows it. when you'll be traveling. Yeah, again. exactly. Do it. The travel is the best thing. You're the just like, thing. it's one of those things where you're just over there and you're like, oh, well, maybe we'll see that the next time yeah, we're here. I know. I know. Take my body there when I die because that's yeah, the next, exactly. next opportunity I will have. <laughs> I've never been there and I'm, you know, I've yeah. never been there and I've been, I'm in my thirties. Yep. But the next time I next go. Next time I go to that magical place, which I'm just, it, it's like hearing Narnia is there. Over, then you're like, no, not this time. No, I'll find Narnia another time. It's fine. I'm just going to hang my shit up in the wardrobe and move yeah. on. Yeah. Sorry. I don't need cedars. to see what's going on. Yeah. Not today. <laughs> Aslan. Um, this is the death of Odin. It is. The death is, of Odin. Uh, I didn't, in another, in another testament to this movie. Sure, I love, I like Odin. Yep. I, I like the way Anthony Hopkins has been playing Odin. I didn't think the death of Odin would really. No, it got me. Yeah. Yeah, I was and surprised. I think, I, I think it's because they really distilled it down to a moment of apology and regret between yes. father and son. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, not to get too heavy, but like I was present for my own father's passing. Oh. And so that's like a hit. Like I totally, I get it. <laughs> I, yeah. I see it and it hits me right in the solar plexus. So was I totally, there a, yeah. Was there a, was there a thing there where, where there was kind of like a, I know when my grandfather passed, I was there and there was definitely from me, uh, uh, a long whisper in the ear that was like, Maybe he heard this. Maybe he didn't. It's yeah. just as much for you as it is for them. Yeah, we had those more in the hospital than before he, hospice, uh, before he ended in hospice. But uh, yeah, you definitely it was, we like was holding him, and I felt the pulse go. Like it was like a real wow, holy, man, holy hell kind of moment. So yeah, and I think there is that that thing in the in the final moments there where you're just kind of like, oh, this is there was so much that was on me. I'm sorry for everything yeah, that was I on know. me. I know. 
And, and I like uh, that he calls them both his sons. And there's this moment in Loki's face where he like recognizes that he's still he's still the child, despite what he did to him. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, even when they even when they first start talking, uh, and and Odin is talking about removing himself from the spell that put him yeah. in Shady Acres. Yeah, said it was tra- it was tricky to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I said good good magic, kid. I know. Nice you, job. High five, Loki. You did a good magic. I never yeah. thought you'd magic me, and you did. And I know. Um, there's what a every lot kid of, wants like, to hear. I mean, in, in metaphorically or literally, if you're or a literally wizard's like, kid. I hope when it's my father's time, uh, he recognizes the power of the black curse that I have put him under for lo these many decades now. That's a noble desire. Yeah, that's all a son wants, yeah, really. Right. Recognize my <laughs> cursing powers, father. <laughs> Recognize my my prowess at the black arts and see <laughs> that I am a greater sorcerer than you. I know. My man is strong. Just say that like you wish you could have been there for the uh for the soapbox derby. Yeah. Those are the two things that I That's want. That's it. That's it. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I, I like too that he, um, Odin says something about like violent appetites, and it like had this little touch to Westworld, <laughs> like these violent desires have violent ends or whatever it is. Their little, their yeah. little saying is there it was like, oh, is this? Are they all robots? Is that this what's is, happening? This is all happening in the Westworld this universe. Happening. Oh, no. Maybe everything is happening in the Westworld universe. That's the thing about Westworld is yeah. you don't know, Chuck. Nope. You don't know. You don't know. No. Nope. Anybody could be a host. They're so it's so real. They bleed. It's so real. Um Man. Anyway. Yeah. And then uh and then Loki is or er, and then Odin is gone. He's gone in in like a weird Thanos snap moment. Now that's like a different thing. He t- fades into like golden dust. And I was like, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. Yeah, it was real like uh it was a real like PS3 moment. Like he just turned <laughs> into a bunch of particles Ooh. and like floated away. Which is how I mean, listen, Chuck. Yeah. If you want to uh, go. That's how I want to go. I know. If you want to go, that's it. Most people just shit their pants, Chuck. No, I know. No. You but I want to turn it into fireflies. beautiful yeah. particles of light. Yeah. So if there's a way to make that happen. <laughs> right. If you can get a deal, you got to go back to the black curse for that one. I know you're not. I know you're not my wife or my next of kin and we're not, not even yet. particularly close. Not yet. But. Mm-hmm. When I die, Chuck, make okay. sure that I get turned into particles. You got it. My tweets, my <laughs> tweets have power, so I'm gonna just your tweets I'll do make it part. happen. Yeah. Listen, the sales of heirloom apples have gone yep. up. So I got many. a Star Wars. I got a Star Wars novel from a tweet. Made a That's movie true. out of a tweet. I'm, I'm, I have, I have wizardry. You got that tweet. You got that tweet mojo. Tweet you should really be doing a podcast on how to on how to tweet good on how to tweet magic. Yeah, tweet good. That, the magic tweet goods. Yep. Um, so Odin dies and turns into particles. We get just like a moment where you where you think there's finally going to be a big Thor. Oh and yeah, Rumble. Loki. Like if yeah. this is the one. This is it. Nope. Uh, but then we get the big entrance. Oh, uh, big entrance. And even though it doesn't play immigrant song, you can kind of hear it in your mind. Yeah. As she shows up. It's like, in like there. that's Thor's thing, but also yeah, but like, it's also there. It's, like, it's like, also there and it should be Hella's yep, thing. You're in Norway. She's, it's Hella's thing. Yeah. Whew, she is good. She is good from moment one. So Hella so is good. the, the goddess she, of death. Yeah. And she comes like out of a lava lamp or something. It's just like, there's like bubbles just like, bloop. Yeah. Oh, I do want to mention there is one little foreshadowing moment that, that Odin has before he dies where he, where he, tells thor and loki to look out on the on the shore and says oh, remember yeah. this place remember yep. home yep yeah kind of like wink wink nudge nudge yep. although i will tell you this were i mm-hmm. odin and i know that the gods we listen in all the mythology gods have mysterious ways they're very tricksy to one another anthony carbodeny yeah, yeah but if, if i were anthony carbodeny mm-hmm. uh 
the the trickster, the one eyed the one eyed god. I yep. would I would say this. I would just um, I would let go of the trickster thing in the last moment and be like, okay, so here's the deal with Hela. <laughs> Don't let yeah. her get to Asgard, but also yeah. like you kind of need to let her get to Asgard. Right. What she should do right now is get everybody off Asgard. Yeah. Let Asgard just get destroyed. Hela gets destroyed with Asgard. Like, yeah, just listen, like lay man, it out. Yeah, this is a very sweet moment between fathers and sons, but it could also, as a (laughs) responsible ruler, this could be a more informational moment from king to next in line of secession. You know what I'm saying? And like a dad to his kids, like, listen, here's how you're going to game this system. Yeah, totally. Just there's one of mine. There are like three sentences that could have uh, that could have changed this whole thing. But anyway, he doesn't. Hell is here. (laughs) Whoops. Whoops. Uh-oh. My bad. It's yeah. just it's just who I am. I've been the I've been the oblique tr- trickster for so long. Yeah, can't let it go. Can't let it go even in this final moment. Yeah, my um, bespoke eye patch won't let me. That, God, I love that bespoke yeah. eye patch. I'm shocked that there wasn't some company selling. Well, I haven't checked Etsy, but I'm shocked there wasn't it's, an officially yeah. licensed eye patch. Uh so yeah, Hella comes in and I just want to say this, going back to costume design. Mm-hmm. Um Mayas Rubio killing it with the Hella killing costume. It. The Hela costume is the probably most true to the Kirby comics costume yeah, in this I agree whole movie. Yeah. Uh looks basically just like Hela. Um and Kate Blanchett fucking sells this thing. Oh god. The first look she go. gives when she walks out is just this like snarky, mischievous, but also kind of bored. Yeah, Fuck. just withering. Yeah, like a withering fucking goth. withering look yeah, at my goth at, queen. Oh, so to go back good. to Willow. It's like Dark Willow. I mean, you, yeah, there's just this like ooh. Power. I'll tell you what. If I had gone to college with Hella, I would have followed Hella around like a puppy dog, man. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, that would have been a roadie. It. I would have been her roadie. <laughs> uh Maya's Rubio was talking about this costume because one of the first things you notice is like she takes this. Um, she takes this board like hips and arms akimbo sort of like posture immediately yeah, yeah. like very i don't even need to be here i don't yeah, need to pouty, and, yeah. yeah it's like I, heathers but starring like norse mythology yeah exactly it's like mean girls for gods yeah and she's just like <laughs> that's a novel but that's like a young adult novel you just pitched I tweet it a million dollars tweet oh, yeah. it let's get I'll it happening it. done <laughs> um so she she does this like posture where she's kind of leaning uh hip out and you just realize like how long does it take to get kate blanchett into this costume <laughs> right right yeah because uh, it's Seriously. like it's basically a second skin and i was reading about the hella costume and it's basically a series of hidden clasps so it's uh-huh. not a body stocking like you think it is sure it's like a bunch of different segments of this costume. So that it's like open armor, up. almost like actual armor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And well, it's like cool. when you put it on, all the seams just sort of disappear. Oh, um, so good. It's so good. But she comes in, she uh, in her cool suit and looks at these bros and is like, I love her. I love her whole thing where it's like, I'm the son of Odin. Oh, you yeah. don't look like him. Oh, yeah. you sound like him. <laughs> oh, Boom. Yeah. She's so good, man. And that, that has a nice callback later, too. And then she tells him he looks like him. Yeah, now yeah. he look like him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so good. So um, we see Thor just like, I don't want to deal with this. Throws Mjolnir. Yep. And we were talking in the, in the first episode yeah. about how Mjolnir was really made so much more badass for this movie. Yeah. It's its own character. So it's yeah. a character you love. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we're we're now fully invested in the power of the hammer. Yes. Yep. Uh, time and it, time again, we know what it can do, and the unworthy cannot wield it. And oh no. Oh no, like oh no. The sound it makes, the sound design of yeah. like this wobbly like tuning fork yep. as the hammer explodes is And she so says good. the greatest line. He says like that's not possible and she says darling you have no idea what's possible. And I it's love such it. a like a oh no. We don't we don't know what's coming. It's a great setup. It tells you exactly like what you need to know about the rest of this movie which is yes. not ready. Because later on, I mean, when we get back to Asgard and Thor starts learning about the history of his older sister that he was never told about. Right. And learning the history of Odin, which yep. like if you are a fan of Norse mythology, mm-hmm. you've been sitting through these Thor movies going like, where? What is where the is fucking deal with Odin? <laughs> yeah. Where's the mythology? Yeah. Where, yeah. Why is Odin such a sweet, loving father here? What is yeah. going on? He's a good ruler. He cares about people. I know. Are you sure you've, is it a different Odin? Yeah. Why is yeah. this Odin? So it's wonderful to see Hela come out and be this connection to the Norse mythology immediately. Um, yep. Hela's headdress. Yeah. What is of course CG, but, yeah, but was made practically. Oh, really? And then they, they scanned it. Is that the, and then they scanned it. They had to make uh, it practical first. Yeah. Just to see how her head could move with it. Yeah. Just to make it work and get reference and everything. So, so may, God bless Maya's Rubio, who's quickly becoming one of my favorite costume designers in Hollywood. Really? As I read more and more about her, um, is just, it was talking about how like, look, we wanted to make it exactly the way it was in the comics, but we had to build it first. Yeah. Because if they had modeled it in CG, it just would have looked like this weird CG tentacle horn head. No, they nailed it. They it's nailed very it. Hannibal, too. Which, it looks, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah, right, when he becomes the Wendigo figure. Oh, yes, this it very, like, Fuller-verse looking, yeah. where it's just, like, exactly. the dark the dark uh, antlers coming out. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Chills. This is also a Hannibal podcast. This is also a Hannibal podcast. <laughs> this is now. also just, a Hannibal podcast yeah, because goddamn, I love Hannibal. Yeah, so much blood. Um, Loki immediately freaks the fuck out. Yeah, because he's Loki. But also, he's, you know, I think that's true. It shows you that despite their heritage, uh, they are brothers. Because Thor throws the hammer right out of the gate, and Loki's just like, "Let's just do some shit." <laughs> yeah, Loki's like, do "We got to bounce, dude." Yeah, like we can figure this. Like, because Loki's whole thing is. It is a cowardice, but it's also, hey, live to fight another day, make a better yeah. plan. It's practical. Let's it, just say he's a practical guy. Yeah. So and, the whole and that's why he wears a suit. Yeah. That's why he wears a, a suit and tie. Yep. Uh, so yeah, he immediately, the hammer gets crushed and he's like, nope, we're out. Yep. Uh, which is Call really interesting back. because yeah. this is one of the rare moments where Thor has a better understanding of the situation than Loki. Yes. Yeah. Thor kind of occasionally denses a brick that thor yeah uh and loki arguably the smarter of the two but his cowardice wins in that yeah. regard yeah so they uh they jump into the bifrost and immediately hella is in the bifrost with them yeah yep we get this really quick fight in the bifrost that i really love for just looking like going to cosmic bowling oh it does and you know what i love about it too is like when they come out of it and when she like jams thor's head through the bifrost margins it sounds like glass 
it's like like it's like prisms all it's around like prisms like breaking on them. yeah it's not just like light it's it's something tangible physical yeah i love that they gave it some sort of like mass and made it a prop for this fight yes. and yeah. turned it into the moment where like the person like she's either pushing his head towards the the saw blade yeah. or like running his head along the bar in a bar fight <laughs> yes, right exactly. like it's that moment but in yep. space in space with a rainbow light that's going to take you to a norse kingdom sure what the this is i mean this is yard mushroom territory we're back to yard mushrooms the fact that you can even fight in the bifrost is like sure it's why amazing. not yeah let's do that let's we've, do that because we've we've now like thought of the bifrost in this film as like an Edgar Wright style montage. Yep. Like Bifrost yeah. is an effect that lets you know that you're traveling, but yeah. now it's like, Oh no. And then you're there. Yeah. This is a place. This is a place. Yeah. You can fight in it. And it looks some, cool. You can do some shit in the Bifrost. Yeah. Uh, so they get tossed out of the Bifrost at different intervals. Yeah. And, uh, Hela makes it the moment she steps out on Asgard. What I love is uh, makeup has changed. Yeah. Costume is subtly Cost- changed. <laughs> yeah. And be, and because it's Kate Blanchett, entire center of gravity has changed. Uh, yeah. Posture she, has changed. And she looks both bored and pleased with herself. Again, yeah. Such a fantastic acting job on just those gestures. Like, of course, facial, it was, uh, of course it was going to happen. Of course yeah. I was going to be here, but I am pleased that I'm here because yeah, I'm it's pleased, supposed to be. Yada, yada, yada. Let's get on with it. Yeah. Um, and the Warriors 3, two of the Warriors 3 are uh, here. Yeah. I, like, I had to literally look at the script to see what their names were. <laughs> I remember Lady Sif, but these two, I'm like, it's like Fon, Fon, Fan, Fall, Vols, it's Fandral and Volstag. Is that what it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Fandral and Volstag. And yeah. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, I love that. What I love, like now that I see it, it cracks me up because it's basically Kate Blanchett immediately releasing Zachary Levi from his contract <laughs> so he can be Shazam. I know. You can just see it like slicing that piece of paper in half. Yeah, she Goodbye. actually throws. If you go frame by frame, you can see she the throws the da- the dagger, and <laughs> yeah. he just holds up the contract. Yep, and just like boop, <laughs> done, and then he turns into Shazam. Uh, no, but you know what? I, I think we also need to call special attention to those weapons first. Like she just summons. Like they call the the script refers to them as daggers, but they are full swords. She just draws infinite, endless swords. Yeah, that's like yes. the coolest. That's like a thing I want now, but also like when I was a kid, that would have just been like, who needs one sword? I have infinite swords. Well, and I love that as her, we'll see as her power returns and grows. Yeah. Like it's not just I'm holding swords, but it's like, no. fuck you, sword from here, sword from there. Sword from there, sword everywhere. Fuck, sword for you, we, sword yeah. for you. It's like an Oprah, it's like the Oprah of death. <laughs> She's the Oprah Winfrey of swords. Yeah, and you That's get fun. a sword and you get, you a, get sword. a sword. You get impaled. Uh, You're dead. You're um, dead. And it's just, it's fucking crazy and it's cool looking too they didn't just have her pull out like a blade like like loki pulls out his daggers and they look like daggers she has these weird like gothic wrought iron occasionally glowing swords yeah it's awesome it's really wonderful um the warriors three got uh got a bum deal man (laughs) they get i think one you get volstag gets a line right yeah yeah yeah. and then i'm hella yeah, it's dead. She did. he just dead. Fucking fucking Zachary Levi. Falstaff doesn't even get to talk. No, just he uh, even, get. Uh. Uh, and he's just out. So I mean, look, yeah. there aren't a ton of Thor fans out there. That's one of the reasons. One of the right. first Marvel movies was Thor. Yeah. Uh, phase one of the Marvel universe was basically, holy shit, 
who haven't we sold the rights off piecemeal to other studios? Let's get this done. Yeah. Yeah. Who do we do? How do we yeah. make this happen? And so how do we get people invested quickly? Yeah. So it wasn't like, just like Iron Man, it wasn't like there were a ton of Thor fans. There were, I'm not like, I'm not harshing on Thor. Listen. No, 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 no. Love a good Thor comic, but right. you know, it had been a long time at this point, almost 20 years since Walt Simonson's historic run. I think the Fraction run came after the first movie kind of in, yeah. or or in response to the first movie being in production. So it wasn't yeah. like Thor had had a big comeback yet. Um, but if you're a Thor fan, the Warriors three, that's like his running crew, man. Yeah. That's like, if you were, it's, that's they, like, if they you, have some great moments too in dark world. Yeah, they really that, do. And it, so, it felt like they were building them up in dark world <laughs> to be this yeah. sort of like cool, cool space. God running crew. Yeah. And then, that, and then, boop, nah, we decided oh. people don't like them. Yeah. It's, people don't want to see a dwarf in a space Viking played by a blonde Zachary Levi, it turns oh, out. I will say a blonde Zachary Levi is a little, is a little off-putting. It's, it's something disconcerting about that. to me. It doesn't me. feel right. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. Sometimes, you know, sometimes actors are putting on different hair colors yep. and different wigs, and, and you're like, look, Kate Blanchett walks out looking like a, look, Morticia Adams, and I'm like, cool, whatever. I'm but, in but there was something about like a blonde Zachary Levi where I was just like, I don't think so. It feels like the simulation is glitching a little. Yeah, a little bit. Um, So no, we're never going to get a Warriors 3 movie. Lady Sif is still out there. She's still on, I guess she shows up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I saw her on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a couple times. Oh, I did not know that. Um, I'm a few seasons behind Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because... uh, Does that get good? (sighs) Okay. You know, Chuck, (laughs) here's what it is. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Play it on me. It's it's a very it's a very Whedon show. Sure, it's, it's a Jed we it's a Jed Whedon. Um, and uh, uh, I have I have blanked on her name. Mm. It's a Jed mm-hmm. Melissa. I forget Melissa's last name. Okay, uh, but it's a Jed Melissa show, and you know they basically came up running shows under Joss, and there yeah. is a formula where the first season is. Yep, garbage. What you expect the show to be, it <laughs> yeah. sets it all up, yeah. and then there's a moment at the end that turns it all around. Yeah. Um, the problem is, it's it just you. The problem with that formula is that <laughs> it only works when the first season of the show is just so good on its own. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like it's treading water. Yeah. The first season of Agents of Shield really felt like it was treading water until this big reveal at the end which i don't I know if you stuck around for it no i got about halfway through and i was like i i have things to accomplish no spoilers for agents of shield but there is sure. a big thing at the end that thing. changes okay. everything sure. and then you get to the second season and it really feels like oh they're gonna do something with this but there was a weird timing issue this was when they were uh they were hyping the whole marvel tv universe marvel cinematic universe yeah as it's all connected it's all connected. That was their big thing. Hashtag, yeah. it's all connected. Yeah. Um, because of that, they had to build a TV show around the release date of a big summer movie, which was Age of Ultron. Right. So once again, even though you had this big dramatic twist that could have set the show on its, on its, te- on its, uh, on its toes and really changed everything, they now had to tread water again because oh. they had to wait for Age of Ultron to come out to reveal how it's all connected. Yeah, this is the danger of sort of uh, multiple major connections across a, a connected universe is everything 
tugs on everything else, but there's often something else that has bigger gravity. Yes, it's really and that t- thing gets all of the stuff. Yeah, are, are you talking about anything in, spe- in no? Anything I wouldn't. In I wouldn't Chuck? No, no. Are you talking I, about I any no universe idea. that we may know? <laughs> nope. No, I mean probably like Gil- Gilmore Girls. Maybe is what probably I'm thinking the of. I'm Gilmore sure. Girls cinematic universe. Yeah, the cinematic universe probably ties the, into the comics of Gilmore Girls. Yeah, the Two and a Half Men cinematic universe, which yeah. is of course it's in the same universe as the Big Bang Theory. Yep. And yeah, also, exactly. yeah. Um, but no, that's, and obviously, like you're saying, the movie comes first. The movie is a billion dollar thing. Yeah. Which is understandable. I'm not, no, I'm not harsh. No, no, no. You're not harsh. I'm just, I'm just saying for like, for everyone who's out there, who's listening, it makes sense because the movie is the most important thing. The entire world is going to see age of Ultron. Right. People who are really into the Marvel universe so much that they want to see people who are tangentially related to it. Yeah. are going to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. That's a much smaller number. Even, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a narrower pool. Yeah, even if it's the most successful TV show yeah. that's out right now, it's still a smaller number. It makes less money. One thing has to wait on another. And so, like, yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. spent the first couple seasons trying to hook itself into the MCU because they thought that was where it was going to shine. Sure. Uh, once they kind of left that behind and started doing their own thing, which was in like season three, yeah. it became a little bit better. Okay. Um, but the problem at that point was like, not as many people were still watching. Uh, they weren't giving they weren't giving them major characters to use because the Netflix stuff had started coming out. And that stuff became super popular. Yeah. Right. Until like, it didn't. Until it didn't. Until until it didn't. Until yeah. uh, Iron Fist. <clears throat> Yo, what? Sorry, did you did you say something? I no, you, I said nothing, okay? and I never an will. Yeah, fucking that show. Yeah. All right, yeah. um, but <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> they started giving. They started being like, oh well, we should probably save bigger characters for a Netflix show. Sure, Netflix is different than ABC. If we put if we put a character in an ABC show, they can never show up on Netflix. Never. Yeah, they can never show up in a movie because there's some weird thing where like if a character is. A character can go from a movie to TV. But not vice versa. They can't come back. Yeah, that's weird. You're like trapped now. It's like a one-way trip. Like, that's what happened to Lady Sif. A portal opened to the American Broadcast Company. (laughs) And then it closes. And then it closes. It's a one-way trip, baby. You can't turn that Bifrost back on. No way. That's that's it. You're done. You are... uh, You are now broadcast. So, uh, yeah. So, the Warriors 3... Yeah, are are no longer with us, and I wish it, I wish they could have gotten explored a little bit more. There was there was a moment where they were talking about potentially doing a Warriors three thing, mm. like maybe a TV thing, a TV thing, a, yeah, maybe no. a maybe like a Netflix movie. Like they were talking about a couple things, and I think that would have been really interesting. But once again, it's like you're asking for people who love the Marvel universe, but also love like lord of the rings just as much and want to see them mashed together yeah yeah. which is weird that's a marginalia yeah like once you're scraping off a weird group of the audience yeah because like thor is a little bit fantasy but not really it's yeah it's sci-fi and a fantasy wrapping it's a superhero story and in in like a little bit of fantasy aesthetics but man when you get into the warriors three and it starts getting into like real fantasy norse mythology alien Literally, the shit that I keep referring to is painted on the side of a van bullshit. <laughs> yes. It's yes. not It's not as easy to hook people no. in. So no. the Warriors 3 are dead yeah. is what we're getting at. <laughs> the end. The end. Yeah. Um, Credits roll on their movie. Uh, S- Scourge is there. Scourge is there. And I. I uh, it took me until reading the script to 
peg that he is mopping up dragon mess. Yeah, he's still mopping. I know he was mopping, but I'm like, oh, he's just cleaning. I'm like, no, he's mopping up the dragon, right? The dragon. <laughs> that's so funny. Because, yeah, so it's disgusting. only been a yeah. couple hours. Yeah, yeah. He's got it. He's, that's his new job. That now. was a big dragon. Oh, because big dragon. The first thing that I was thinking to myself is like, yo, why was why was Volstag working the working the Bifrost? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, oh, he, Scourge he, has been demoted. He's been demoted <laughs> that instantaneously. Yeah. Loki is now no longer Odin and uh, Scourge is done. Um, so, yeah, Hela, Hela comes in, just fucking throws two knives. The Warriors three are dead. Yep. Um, and Scourge is looking on all of this like, oh, snap. Yeah. Even more cowardly than Loki, Scourge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and just says, Even hey, more practical. Yeah, I am. I'm a janitor. I am. Yeah, I'm nobody. I'm nobody. And yeah. she's like, nah, cool. You seem smart. Yeah. You're it what now. A job. You're the yeah. second in command. Um, and I saw some people be like, oh, I don't know if I, you know, buy that his, you know, redemption comes at the end or whatever you feel about, would he take that? And I was like, yeah, I would take that job. Anybody would take that job. If yes. Kate Blanchett walked out of like a portal, murdered a bunch of people in the room and was like, oh, please work for me now. I'm like, yeah. Yep. yeah murder or safety for yeah. the immediate future and your yeah, answer and honestly, is it, even if there was no murder yeah kate blanchett coming out of a portal yeah yep. it, yeah anybody walks out of a portal yeah i mean i'm i'm, I'm listening my answer is yes yes like they don't even have to start speaking somebody yeah, it's like the travel thing you're talking about like yeah say yes dude take yes. the layover take the adventure when she when she comes out of a portal and she's like yo what's up i'm here in my space body stocking you're yep. like yeah you are and guess what we're best friends now Right, please, please. I don't know where you come job. from. I don't know yeah. what your plan is for the human race. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then, you know, if it seems like you're shitty later, like we'll we'll have a discussion. Yeah, we'll figure but, it out. But right now, here's a blank check. For right now, the best job that I've ever walked into and gotten without any sort of interview yeah. was, I think, uh, like I worked at an office max for a while when I was in sure. high school. I just walked nice. in and they were like, "Yeah, you're. We're hiring. Great, you're in. Fantastic. Yeah. Anything better than working at an office Anything max? That doesn't office happen max. without an no. interview. No. Take the offer. No. Take the offer. Take it. Um, what if she's from Space Office Max, though? Oh, that well. And then you're working in the, the regular Office Max. I guess so. You're just making better copies on a copy machine you don't understand, like an yeah. alien copying technology. Oh, but maybe you can copy whole aliens. Who knows? Who knows? You, you know. never know Space unless Office you say Max. yes. Yeah. Say yes to the adventure. Um, and then quit. You know, quit. You can just walk out of an office if it max. Sucks. Yeah, I mean, I did. Not, no one cares. Yeah, no I one. did. Another guy's going to walk in and they're going to hire him without an interview either. So if yeah. you walk out of the space office, Max, I think it's probably equally fine. Yeah, it's probably fine. Um, you may violate some intergalactic treaties or something, but you'll be gone at that point. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to tweet this and then we're going to write this book. Too. This is it. It's a movie. Yeah, it's that's a movie. All, that's all I'm going to do now is I'm everything I say <laughs> is going to be ridiculous. Yep. Every every response is going to be like yeah yeah yeah, and then it's a world where cowboys, but they have roller skate feet. Like this, every answer Movie. I'm going to have to every Movie, question. Yeah. Yep, just put like, it out there. Whoever's listening the for world. those for those Chuck Wendig movie checks, yep. I'm putting it's like this. It's the secret. I'm living the selfish tweets. secret, which I think the right. regular secret is the selfish secret. I think it is too. Yeah, I don't think there's a selfless secret. It's I want stuff and I'm just going to imagine it and please give it to me. And I deserve it because I'm imagining. And I deserve it very I put hard it on a board, a vision board. Hella lives by the secret. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So now uh, we've kind of set up that Hella's back. She's taking over. And uh, now we go to Sakar, which like mm -hmm. immediately, immediately. Yeah. Sakar, even the trash piles on Sakar are the most colorful 
So colorful. Interesting things. Yep. In the Marvel universe. A lot of cool pastels. I love it. Yeah. Just just the space Put it on a van. Put it on a van and let me drive it. (laughs) Driving just a van. Like you're trying to get a custom mural on your van. And the dude's (laughs) like, what do you want? It's like, I don't know, something fantastic and colorful. And and you just paint space trash on your van. Space trash. And you're like, it kind of still works. I just, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at this. I'm a little mad, but I'm not mad. Yeah. Can we get a wizard in there? Nah. Nah. All right. Cool. Fine. Fine. Um, Sakar is, and we'll talk more about this uh, probably in the next two segments, but Sakar is from Planet Hulk. Mm-hmm. That's this, right. Greg Pack. Greg Pack. Fucking mm. killing it. Greg Pack, uh, big uh, big X-Men writer, has written a lot of X-Men stuff. Yeah. Wrote, Hulk, man. Hulk is really like... Yeah, that his was his jam, thing. Um, he did Hulk... 2006 2007 the ongoing series and then moved Mm -hmm. to world war hulk in 2007 uh but has been writing things he wrote phoenix end song and war song which were very good he was on astonishing x-men for a little while he wrote the storm series he's good he's Um, good and planet hulk was an idea that came from joe casada he pitched it to greg pack and greg pack was like yeah this is happening yeah and it's huge it is an epic it's not just like your short little like run. No, it's a the collection alone is like bison bludgeoner. It's huge. Yeah, it changes and it changes so much about Hulk and the Marvel Universe and his relationship yes. with the Marvel Universe. Um, yep. And when I first saw the trailer for Ragnarok, I was like, oh, they're doing Planet Hulk. They're doing Planet Hulk. I actually think that's my one complaint about Thor Ragnarok is the trailers gave that away. You, uh, really? It's a great hook. Yeah, because like if I had seen that in the movie and didn't know Hulk was showing up in that moment, I probably would have like evacuated my bowels in joy. But can I tell you if what, you could though? do that. I, yeah. I, it did kind of, it ruined the dramatic sort it, of yeah. reveal of that moment. But, but, but after Dark World, I don't yeah. know that I would have gone to Thor 3 in the theater. That's actually a good point. They did need, they maybe needed it. And that's what I, because yeah. I, I thought about this too, and I was like, man, I wish, I wish I'd just been surprised. If I had just been surprised by it, but dude, yeah, I wasn't going to see the movie. No, I was. Yeah, right. I was going to wait for VOD. <laughs> I'll, yeah, VOD. Yeah, I'll, I'll get there. I'll see. I'll, I'll circle see the around third to it Thor. eventually. Yeah, it'll be fine. I'll get caught. I'm sure, up. it'll be cool. Because I think I was one of the last people I think to see Dark World. Yeah, but I, I think too. I did see it in the theater. But it was like, oh shit! Oh, I did you? Go- I actually, yeah, I was VOD on that one. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh shit! I should go see this before it leaves. I, it's not going to be out for much longer. Yeah. I waited until the last moment. But yeah, um, so I think it it. You might be right. It made some of that excitement come back for me because it was like, oh, okay. Because at, also at this point, after Dark World, like they had tried to make Thor just like a little bit more fun and a little bit more human in Dark World, uh, but they hadn't quite gotten there. No. Uh, and I think seeing Hulk there was like, oh, I get this. Even if I don't know what Planet Hulk is, this is like buddy cop space movie. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. And like they're putting <laughs> Thor in a position where Thor has to be the thoughtful, considerate one. Yes. Because his partner is Hulk. <laughs> is the Hulk. I get oh, it. Oh, no. I get yeah. it. Um, and we'll, we, we'll talk a lot more about Planet Hulk because it's so mm. good. But yeah. yeah. It will become relevant. Um, yeah. So, but this is Sakaar. It's a battle world. It's not a battle yeah. world in terms of battle world, which is another thing in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real thing. That's yeah. a real thing. But this is, yeah. this is basically, a, a, we, we don't see it yet, but it's a very post-apocalyptic, Sakar is on hard times. 
So cars, yeah. It's under a regime. There's a reason There's for a, it that they don't get yeah, into. A giant wormhole that yeah. just disgorges and they don't, trash. Yeah, they don't get too much into it in the movie at all, but there is a reason why Sakaar is the way it is. But I, what I love is like, you don't need to know why Sakaar is the way it is. Nope. It's just a crap planet. It's just, just a, cra- a planet of crap. Crap planet. It's half Mad Max and half like Gladiator and it's all yeah, bad. part like an Amazon warehouse that has been forgotten. Oh, like, dude. It's just, it's got the yeah. biggest Amazon warehouse and they're yeah. making the most <laughs> old people work yeah. all the time yeah. to yeah. ship you your double A batteries. Yeah. They just are widgets and dongles. Oh, those, those old people never get a break on Sakaar. <laughs> and the, you know what? They don't get a break on earth either. Look no, it up. They don't. That's true. Look it up, Google America. Yeah. Um, so Thor lands in the trash, uh, immediately kind of gets attacked by, <laughs> They're sort of like George Miller Mad Max, but they're also sort of like Godspell. Yeah, yeah. Like very colorful, very Xanadu. Yeah, have some funky masks on. They're masks. Like masks they clearly like made quickly with their hands. Not These are not like, you know, wow, that's that took some detail. The masks not a Kylo like, Ren mask. This is like just a. They look like the jack-o'-lanterns with the spooky faces that you carry yeah. around for your can Like the ones that aren't scary. So yeah. kids can carry them and put their candy in them. Oh God. It's, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, have you ever seen like the black and white photos of old trick-or-treaters? Yeah. They just like these haunting, harrowing children in like just a piece of wood is on their face yeah. and two eye holes and carved to, into it. You're like, they, what? They what to, are like, you? Nail it to the child's yeah, face because there wasn't the tape or string. Face. And the kids are just sitting there. Uh, like, yeah. oh God. It was the de- How are you not? It was the depression. We had more nail mm. rations than fucking <laughs> string rations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, go house to house, take more nails. But it is. There is like early Halloween is incredibly yeah. frightening because there's no difference between a lynch mob and a child's ghost mask in the early no, 20th true. century. That's true. It's just burlap with the holes cut out of it. Oh God. The children just look like little, like little characters from saw. Yep. Um, yep. That's exactly <laughs> right. They're coming for you. Um, so yeah. And, and they were allowed to murder then it was a different time. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. That's where like, look, it's time for a return to Halloween tradition. <laughs> murdering children halloween not murdering kids but kids who murder kids who murder is basically a kids li- who murder it was lil yeah. purge is what they called yeah, it little little purge Lil purge jr <laughs> purge babies purge babies <laughs> Needs a the theme 80s song cartoon where the oh children of the purge live in a mall and they have Get a nanny on twitter yeah <laughs> oh my god a nanny purge nanny purge nanny he's uh, like i'm gonna okay i'm going to okay. get you some apple slices and i don't want you to purge anything until i get back but you know they're gonna. They're gonna purge. They're gonna. It's what they do. Those purge kids babies. gotta purge. Kids gotta purge. <laughs> this is the um, worst, best thing. These are not purge babies. No. These are uh, these are scavengers. They yeah. either want to sell gladiators or they want to eat people who can't. And eat that's gladiators. what they ask him, right? Are you a fighter or are you food? Yep. And he's just like, oh no, just passing through. And they're like, cool, yeah. food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, are you are you fighter or are you food, Anthony? You know. I thought about that when they first yeah. asked this question. Yeah. I like to think I'm fighter, Chuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> Same, but. But probs food? Yeah, like, yeah, real talk. Because here's what's up. Mm-hmm. Those dudes took down the mighty Thor. They did. Grant- Easy. Granted. Easy. Yeah, and they're they're so hungry, they're eating people. Yep. That's, gods. That's Norse how gods. hungry they are. Yeah. And they were able to take down the mighty Thor. Yeah, I like to think I'm fighter. Probs but, food. 
Yeah, mighty delicious, Thor. What if it was a bunch of purge babies? Are you fighter well, or food? Uh, I think I'm a fighter for like the first five minutes. Yeah. I'm going to kick a couple purge babies into some <laughs> trash. And then I think there's gonna I'm gonna get got. This is like the hundred the hundred uh, duck sized horses thing. Yeah, it's a good question from from Reddit, (laughs) where it's just like I I think I could take out a hundred duck sized horses if they were angry at me. But the answer is I could probably only take out about twenty. Yeah, realistically, because even a small horse is strong. And on a purge day, all babies are purge babies. That's true. There's there's an infinite amount of purge babies. There's endless purge babies. Uh, So yeah, I'm going to say I'm probably food. I'd like to be a fighter, but here's the way I think that works. They ask you if you're fighter or food, you immediately Mm -hmm. start fighting. You end up food either way. Yeah, and then it just hurts. Yeah, you might as well well throw a few punches before you become food. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Thor is uh, is about to be taken in. He's getting beaten real bad. And then we have our- we have our second mm. major entrance. Yep. And something I didn't notice the first couple times I watched, but now I have really grown to appreciate it, is the paint job on Valkyrie's ship. Oh, yeah. You know, I was reading that that has, uh, that's kind of a purposeful paint job. Is it really? Yeah, it's like a Maori flag or something. Yeah, okay. Yeah, from that Taika, makes a lot of uh, sense. Waititi, yeah. Yeah, Taika, that makes a lot of sense that Taika would put that detail in there. Yeah. And I love that, that it has meaning, because it really does look like, it's custom, right? She painted her it's ship. Custom, yeah, yeah. Like it didn't come that way. Yeah. Uh, one of the things in the special in the uh, special features that you see is like Taika got to draw a few ships. Yeah. And he got really excited about it because they had yeah. somebody who was actually drawing the ships, and then he was drawing ships, and he was like, "I don't know, I just drew like a box with a couple like wings jutting out." <laughs> it's, and it's in there. He's <laughs> like, "But they made it. They made my yeah, ship." They made it. Uh, yeah. But I love that there's so much attention to detail there that he was like, "Here's what's on Valkyrie's ship." Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, the coolest thing about her ship to me, and it's such a minor thing that nobody cares about, but her, the gangplank, the ramp that comes down, the way it snakes down from two directions. Yes. Is such a, just a sexy ramp. It's so cool. And it's painted yeah. too. And it yeah. like, oh, it is. It, it yeah. comes apart like, it comes apart like a transformer. Like it was very, it very. It's like two metal snakes coming together just to hang out. It was very thoughtful. And it's and it's yeah. great that the design of that ship is so thoughtful because like it's only on screen for a couple minutes. It is. It really doesn't get a lot. Oh, even during it's the impactful. finale, yeah. it doesn't get a lot of screen time. But I love that there's so much to this entrance and there's so much to this ship uh, because she is such a great character. Uh, Scrapper 142. And- the the like the drunk recalcitrant i used to be a hero and now i'm not like seen it seen it seen it seen it seen it yeah but there's something about the way the the character is written and there's just also something about tessa thompson's performance she brings it man she brings some swagger to it Uh, she elevates this Uh, like character that we've seen a hundred times and turns it into and i'm not saying valkyrie i'm saying this trope we've seen trope and she just brings so much to it from the very moment she walks out. It falls over. Falls over. Uh, <laughs> he's mine. Starts walking yeah. down the ramp yeah. purposefully. And I remember <laughs> even watching the first time when she starts listing. I remember oh, yeah. thinking like, like, oh, what's she? I was like, how wide is this ramp? Yeah. Because she's got to walk <laughs> down there. And I was like, oh, that's really funny. <laughs> yeah. So good. Right into the trash. And then she puts her hand in a, a, a monster like a dead thing yeah whatever a uh, sakarian rancor is yeah she puts her hand right through it and it's just like ugh. 
Ugh. But like, just like what? every, yeah, she keeps moving every drunk person full of confidence, right? Yep. She just puts her hand through this thing, takes it out. Yep. She's covered in guts. She just fell 10 feet and she's like, he's mine. Okay. Yeah. I'm tough. Yeah. Who cares? Um, Get it done. And then there's a, there's something that I really love about this. Like, obviously I love the fact that she's got this ship that like her arms are the guns and it's remote oh, control and it takes a couple. It doesn't quite work. Yeah, yeah. Like it's all really like, Oh, cool this is a used ship she's been using yeah. it for a while but what i yep. really really love is after using these gun arms to mow down everybody and miss thor every time yep yep um she fights one person hand to hand just so we see that she's not a ship no she's not uh, somebody with gadgets she still does it she can do it she can do it she can bring it that's such a good little moment to add because yep. otherwise like they could have just had her mow everybody down put the thing on thor like but there there was this moment where it was like no we have to be sure that people know from go yep. that she can scrap she's real deal yeah um scrapper scrapper one four two i love it i love it um and that's, that's kind it. of where we end here that's it it's just perfect like again what a great cleave it cleaves so well into these 10 minute chunks it really does uh absolutely wonderful next time we're gonna get into uh <laughs> i don't know if we quite get yeah i think we do we get into it's another big entrance it's my favorite entrance oh um yeah my favorite favorite entrance this is just this is where the movie next time is where the movie gets i know we say this every time yeah but it gets weird this is where it gets weird and silly good weird yeah and but serious about it, silly. Yeah. Oh God, this movie is so uh, good, so uh, good, Chuck. I love talking uh, about it with you every week. I do too, uh, and I love the chance to just continue to watch it every week. every week. <laughs> uh, it's homework. Don't worry about this. This is fine. Uh, remember, if you uh, if you are not subscribed yet, please do subscribe. We're going through this entire movie, um, and then of course uh, all of Hannibal, and then of course. Uh, we're going to do uh, I, Claudius. We're going to do... Yep. Uh, the Gilmore Girls Cinematic Universe. We're going to do Gilmore Girls Cinematic Universe. We're doing it all. Yep. Uh, but, doing it all. So subscribe now uh, to mm-hmm. get in on all that good action. And remember, if there, if you want to talk to us about Thor Ragnarok, we're always down. Uh, down. Uh, I'm on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. My Twitter is perfectly fine, I guess. It's at A Carboni. I mostly just talk about, you know, your regular stuff. If you want to see tweets that are going to be massive cinematic universes yeah you, it's me. you really you want to follow to chuck chuck wendig at chuck, at chuck wendig. wendig see yeah, a tweet i'm a tweetomancer tweetomancer see a tweet turn into a movie learn yep. everything you ever wanted to learn about heirloom apples just watch it happen it's got something for everybody uh it's got something for everybody including purge babies including purge babies i'll see you next week chuck see you man have a good one you too